Bank Stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Oh, well, coming at you live from a couple of different parts in uh, in the world here and in our boxes. Sorry for taking so long to get started, but this is the Blue Heaven podcast pre-game NLDS live stream, blah, blah, meh, 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 meh. <sighs> if we're struggling, sorry, guys, we're trying our best here. But, Doug, how the hell are you doing? This is, uh, I think this is an important game day for us. I'm feeling better. I flushed the loss. I'm ready to go for game four. I feel good about Tyler Anderson. He showed that dog all season. It's Joe Musgrove. The Dodgers have had success against him. And this team in this series, it cannot end tonight. A 111-win team cannot lose the Padres in four games. So let's go out there, get this dub, and it's anyone's game in game five. The series is still very much up in the air, but tonight it's gut check time. It's gut check time for the Dodgers. We're going to see what this team is made of tonight in San Diego. Yeah, this is uh, it comes down to this. You know, you didn't expect it to be Tyler Anderson uh, putting our entire season on his back, but that's the way it looks. It's a do or die game, win or go home, the must win, all that kind of stuff. Uh, so let's let's get into it. Guys, let us know where you guys are ro- uh, rocking with Dodgers Nation tonight. Let us know where you're representing Dodgers Nation in the comments, all that kind of stuff. Let us know your area codes. Let us know your city, where you're watching the game. If you're going to go check out one of Doug's bars from his bar guide on our YouTube channel, let us know if you're going to go there. But we got to talk about the Dodgers being terrible with runners in scoring position. we got to talk lineups. we got to talk all that kind of fun stuff. Um, and, and our keys of the game in what could be uh, the final game of the season but i'm gonna be positive i'm gonna do that thing i do where i i I forgot how it works i don't remember if if i'm positive they play bad or if i'm negative they play bad so hey it's a it's gonna be a could be a one and done here but i'm gonna be positive i am feeling good because this is how this is part of the script this is just what it's supposed to be the dodgers are supposed to take this to game five i said in our preview show this is gonna go five games uh i said it in uh the nlds game one pregame show this is going five games and that's just what baseball wants that's what the baseball gods want that's what tommy and vin want because nothing comes easy for these dodgers in los angeles and and brooklyn quick game three thoughts you know we don't need to or game four thoughts we don't need to or three we don't need to talk much about it gonsolin didn't do much of what we hoped um bullpen did really really good i mean you had what seven and two-thirds I think I think Doug, you got stuck again. It, you look angry on the screen, but he's still with us. So guys, sorry we're having trouble on <laughs> on that side of it. But he's here. Uh, you should be able to keep hearing Doug and keep rocking with him. Um, yeah, I mean Heaney gave up one one earned run over, and and you know the bullpen put together seven scoreless. If there's one thing to really focus in on, if you want a positive, it's that bullpen. And uh, Dave said they're rested, so um, the only person not available is Heaney. What are your thoughts on the bullpen and, and just the staff as a whole, and really Anderson going into this? Yeah, I mean, the bullpen, they were outstanding last night. They were lights out. They gave this team a chance to win. They just kept putting up zeros after zeros all night long. And the Dodgers' offense just didn't hold up to their end of the bargain. But as far as tonight, 
you see this bullpen, they've gotten a lot of innings in, and you've seen Fireman Phillips go out there in big spots and get it done. Tommy Canley go out there and get it done. But at some point, they're going to need length from their starting pitchers. And I think tonight, Tyler Anderson, he's been the one rock all season long, along with Julio Urias and Clay Kershaw, that when he's healthy, that you can depend on to go deeper into game. So I'm feeling confident for Tyler Anderson. I think you look at his last start, he had a he tied his career high with 10 strikeouts. He's really feeling good. He's feeling fresh heading into this start. And then, look, you're managing You're managing this. It's an elimination game. This is a do-or-die game. You're managing yeah. this game like it is a World Series Game 7 as far as I'm concerned, and everyone is available. So as long as you get guys in matchups that are favorable for them and hopefully this <laughs> offense gives them some run support early, and I think they're going to be in good shape. I'm feeling confident about Tyler Anderson, though. I really think that he's the one guy that I would like to see on the mound tonight, especially after Tony Gonson was so rocky early on yesterday. But you look at Tyler Anderson, he has pitched in the postseason. Yes, it was just one start, but he has been on this stage. I mean, an elimination game in San Diego, not quite like that. But I think T.A. is the right guy for the job tonight. Yeah, I mean, he was uh, he was their most consistent guy, realistically, all throughout the season. We'll get into Anderson. We'll get into the matchups in a bit. Let's get to a few of the comments here. Let's find out where people are checking in from. we got Wendy representing in Las Vegas over on YouTube. We appreciate that. Um, Anthony Keene says that Doug frozen screen is a whole mood. Uh, I don't know why it's frozen, but um, blame Google. I'm that sorry. is the most. Like, it, sorry, I don't even. Google. That's how I. That's how I am inside right now. So yeah, I, that's pretty I, accurate. I, I feel you on that one, my guy. Uh, <laughs> Linda's checking in from Fresno. She says, "Let's go, Dodger brothers! You got this game. No errors. Big hits. Big win. Anderson, excellent pitcher. So we got some positive out there. V track." T.A. has been my favorite Dodger pitcher all year. He should have pitched game two. Um, I mean, Kirsch didn't do terrible. He didn't do what we needed. I don't know if I would go Anderson game two, but maybe you do go game three. But if I would say the pitching wasn't the problem. It's not like the Dodgers got blown out in game three. It was a two-to-one ball game. The problem is the bats are ice cold. And uh, they got to wake up. And everybody everybody in the locker room had their FaceTime with somebody's cell phone last night talking about we know what the problem is. We know what we need to do. We don't know why we're not hitting the runners in scoring position, but we're going to go and figure it out. We get it. That's the problem. They need to hit. They need to bring in some points, put some points on the board. Yeah. Simple enough. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this team, it's yes, you got to tip your cap to this Padres pen because they are nasty. Make no mistake about it. They have gotten some really nice starts from their starting pitchers. But this Dodgers offense, if you go back and look at these at-bats, they're missing and they're whiffing on hittable pitches that we've seen them drive all season long. You're seeing them take pitches in bad situations. And then certain at-bats like Trey Turner's last night where you got to get that runner home, you're seeing – Bad, bad, just a bad approach at the plate. And yeah. I think this team is pressing at the plate. I don't love their approach. I think certain at-bats, you're seeing them rush and not take a pitch when they should. And I think other at-bats, they just look overmatched. And that's, to me, the biggest concern because this is an offense that was explosive. They led all of Major League Baseball in runs scored, OPS. I mean, across the board, they led in most offensive categories. But they're averaging three runs per game this series after averaging over five runs per game 
during the season. And so, yeah, the offense just needs to wake up. And I think it starts with the core. I think last night during the postgame show, we talked about it. Dave getting not going, having his DH. And you saw he takes Austin Barnes out of the game. And, and you talk about some of those matchups and not using Cody Bellinger and this and that. No, it, this falls squarely on the core. The big three, the fantastic four. They're not getting it done, and that's why the Dodgers are finding themselves in this two-to-one elimination game predicament. So, um, great takes. I'm sorry to to have pulled away from the fire there because I love everything you said, but I want you to know I moved the little caricature face of you over your head, and it looks phenomenal. You look happy now. You-, you look engaged. Oh, my God. I cannot <laughs> believe you just did that. I cannot believe I'm pretty I like sure I. I'm pretty sure I, I. I hear the old lady laughing watching us out in the living room. So, hey, that's great. Successful that's stuff, great. levity. You got to have a good time. <laughs> Cooper's in the stream, by the way. Cooper Neal is the guy who helped, uh, who designed those, and it just it fit perfectly over your head. Um, Sorry, I got that 56k internet. I'm trying to upgrade. <laughs> pulling back from the from the levity here. A couple bullpen notes. I already said. You know, everybody. Uh, Dave said everybody's going to be available, but. Uh, or I should say, except for Andrew Heaney, of course. Uh, he did. He was asked about Julio Urias. He says, no, it's raining. He says they're not going to go that route. Um, I, I mean, if it comes down to it, you know, you just let it happen. Just if, if you need him, I don't care because you got to win this game or else you're answering a, a lot of frustrating questions for for months really for months you know dave questions how come friedman didn't go and make a a move for a starting pitcher at the deadline there's just a lot of um a lot of questions i'm not ready to get into i'm ready to just be happy and go uh you know win a world series in in uh in november or whatever it is but yeah we got tyler anderson 30 starts on the year or sorry 30 games 28 starts 15 and 5 Record with a 2.57 ERA, all-star season. Like I already said, it's probably been the most consistent starting pitcher in the rotation all season long. He's had one solid start in his uh, in his major league career in the postseason, a six-inning start with the 2018 Rockies. What needs to go right? What needs to go well for Anderson to thrive against uh, this? I mean, I wouldn't call him powerhouse because the Padres aren't necessarily scoring either but what does he need to do to keep the, this team this dodger team in the game and the the season alive yeah i think the big thing for anderson is really just staying in the zone early but also getting that swing and miss that's one thing that he does at really well as you get to that swing and miss in the zone so you're really looking for does he have the feel for that cutter at the bottom of the zone at the cutter the change up at the bottom of the zone how is his stuff looking out there and i think with such a fresh arm and the fact that he has had a nice layoff here that's going to be something we're going to be looking for early because tony gonsolin yes he's coming off an injury but it was a combination i think of rust as well so i think when you've seen some of these pitchers in some of these series like the Brave series, we've had that big five-day layoff, is do they have the command starts? And I think Tyler Anderson is a guy that we've seen be, like you said, he has been 
one of the most consistent starters for the Dodgers this season, but also there has been a couple clunkers in there. The White Sox on the road, where he just did not have the feel for that cutter or the feel for that change. And when he doesn't have that, it's not like he can rely on just blowing it past guys with high-velocity stuff. So the key for him is command and just how filthy and effective is that changeup and that cutter going to be. But I look for him to use that entire pitch mix. I think that's what makes him a special pitcher. He's got that herky-jerky delivery, that deceptive delivery. And I think for him it's just going out there and – and having success early on in his outing because I think he'll, he builds off that. That's one thing about Tyler Anderson is he settles into his starts, and once he gets going, he can give you five, six, seven mm-hmm. innings. So, I mean, seven at the most. But I think the big key, too, is, yes, this is an elimination game, and you mentioned Julio Urias not being available, but the vast majority of this Dodgers pen is going to be available tonight. It's going to be an all-hands-on-deck effort, but the more innings you get out of Tyler Anderson – that means you could save more guys for tomorrow if it does go to that game five. So I agree. You manage this game like there's no tomorrow, but the more you get from TA can really help you win this series. Yeah. Beyond tonight. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you, you, you got it. This is the ultimate take it one game at a time. Uh, you, you don't want to look too far ahead in the series, but you kind of need to in some ways. You know, Julio, Kershaw, they'll be available. Let's let's throw everything we need and we can at them tonight. But, you know, uh, like I already said, and let's get into a couple of comments here. Esteban said pitching is not the problem, though. Uh, Gary saying they need to change the culture in the locker room. It's played out. And I, I think that is something worth exploring, but maybe not in this situation with a caricature of your head. Uh, <laughs> might just take away well, yeah. from some of yeah, that. Yeah, we have plenty of time to dissect that. Stuff. Yeah. Uh, sure. uh, Michael saying we need to score at least eight runs today. Roach said first 18, uh, about 15 minutes into the stream. Uh, Duff time nice. says get ahead. No walks. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, you gotta, I said it yesterday. They just need to go out and score and score early. They need to, to make a, uh, they need to make, this needs to be a statement game because you get this game. You go back to LA tomorrow, and that's just that's a difference. That you know, that's quickly um, the vibe is back in the Dodgers' corner. You're back at home. You're away from a place where they need to geofence their ticketing just to to curate uh, enough fans <laughs> yeah. uh, in there. But uh, you know, it is what it is. Get into the Musgrove. Musgrove on the other side of the ball. And if you see any comments, you know, I would say raise your hand, but I can't see it. You see any comments you want to rock through? Always feel free to jump in with them. But Musgrove, thirty starts, ten and seven, two nine three ERA, coming off a dominant wild card start against the Mets. Seven innings, one hit, one walk, five strikeouts. They got him for this. Where do you worry about with Musgrove facing these Dodgers? I think the thing about Musgrove is, yeah, there's a lot of pressure on him. He signed that big five-year, $100 million deal. He's the first pitcher to throw a no-hitter for San Diego. He was the hero, had a really nice start against the Mets in the wild card round, and he was the reason, one of the big reasons why they advanced in that series. He wears number 44 for Jake Peavy. Jake Peavy's throwing out the first pitch in tonight's game, and I think that, yes, there's the pressure on the Dodgers, but I think there's a lot of pressure on Joe Musgrove as well to be that hometown hero and just beat the big bad Dodgers and be the 
the giant slayer, so to speak. But I think when it comes to attacking Joe Musgrove, I want to see a little more aggression early in counts. Don't worry about the pitch count when it comes to Joe Musgrove. Worry about scoring runs because I think this Dodgers approach where they say, okay, we're going to be death by paper cuts and we're going to run through the starting pitcher to get to the bullpen to score our runs. Well, that formula hasn't worked this series. They need to score on the starting pitcher because they still have yet to get a run across on this Padres bullpen. So I want to see an aggressive approach. I want to see guys like Justin Turner, who has had a terrible series for the most part, but has had a lot of success against Joe Musgrove grow up in his career I want to see him go out there and swing the bat right and just really start to manufacture some real innings get some crooked put up some crooked numbers score some runs give Tyler Anderson and this Dodgers bullpen a nice cushion to work with so I think for Joe Musgrove I definitely want to see more of an aggressive approach versus hey let's work this pitch count up and try to get into this Padres bullpen because that has not worked this series yeah it really hasn't and that was the game plan Dave uh, before the game just uh, about a half an hour ago uh, maybe a little more. He was talking. To, he was asked about if he thinks the the Padres kind of you know changed their strategy against the Dodgers in this postseason. And he he admitted, yeah, it it, it feels more like yeah you're seeing a lot of fastball going to to Will Smith and and Justin Turner and usually those are guys that in the words of Dave sees a lot of spin. So the Dodgers, um, it in my opinion, are they've been historically slow to adjust their game plan because they feel their game plan is bulletproof but when you're in a five game series and now you're down two to one in the series and and your strategy is not working be you know for whatever reason you know he he also mentioned guys are maybe not taking the same type of approach they would or or you know they're they're trying to not so much pressing but they're trying to force it and it's not um it's not paying off so far you have to adjust you have to like i said last night try to play for some gaps hit some grass it doesn't need to be a long shot you don't always need to go for the walks and hey we're seeing we're seeing the umpires not help the dodgers out at all when they're trying to take them bbs to get over to first base and hopefully get some action going so if it's something close, attack. You know, I I do like the idea of attacking early, but maybe not too early. Uh, I don't know. There's no there's no perfect recipe to this, but there's just a lot of those little things where, hey, yeah, uh, maybe that that uh, that five days off did really mess with this team, and you're coming in cold against a team that's red hot that already upset the the mighty Mets. It's you know, it's a it's a sheer a series shifting um, situation the Dodgers found themselves in, and they won Game One, but they had to win Game Two, and they absolutely had to win Game Three, like we said last night. They and they just uh, plainly did not. <laughs> That's my those are my thoughts. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, like like you said, I mean. This team has to get out and get after Joe Musgrove. But at the same token, what makes this offense special is that they don't expand the strike zone. It is that they have that strike zone awareness and they make pitchers work. But at the same token, what also makes this team special is they punish mistakes. And they haven't been punishing mistakes this series. I mean, yeah, credit to this Padres the pitching staff, but the Dodgers are missing pitches all day, especially Justin Turner. We've seen him miss one yesterday, just fastballs right down the middle. Will Smith not putting together at bats with those hard hit balls. Usually we're used to saying Will Smith. Yeah. If he, he gets out, it's a hard hit ball with Mm -hmm. a high exit velocity, but you're seeing soft contact on fly balls off the bat. Guys like Trey Turner, Will Smith, 
committing outs in foul territory. So really just the at-bat quality from top to bottom. You're not seeing that grinder mentality. You're not seeing them put up a big fight at the plate. And I think that this Dodgers team, they absolutely have it within them to break out of this slump. And I just look back at last year's series against the San Francisco Giants. You had the depressing game where they lose to where they get shut out and they lose. And Gavin Lux has the warning track where the win kept it in. And then everyone said, oh, this series is over. The Dodgers are going to lose to the Giants. They're down two to one. And then what happened the next game? I said, hey, the Dodgers are going to do what they do. They're going to win by a comfortable margin. And then it will be on to a game five that's going to stress us the hell out. So the Dodgers, they won seven to two. You got a couple of home runs, Mookie, Will Smith. And I think that's what this team need. They need to score runs early because they know what the streets are talking about. They know that right now everyone knows that this offense isn't getting it done. The production isn't there. And I just want to see a little more of get them on, get them over, and get them in with Mookie yeah. Betts. We just haven't seen that all series long. You think uh, you think pressure is getting to these guys right now? Like I said yesterday, you know, that they have all of the pressure on them. The, the Padres are able to just waltz in and play baseball, and if they win, cool. And if they don't, hey, you know, we gave it a run. Where's the yeah. pressure, you know? Yeah, I definitely think there's pressure. And I think just to getting back to your point about the layoff and the five days, and it's really a cautionary tale, I think. I mean, you saw the Braves getting bounced today by the Phillies. These wild card teams, they go and they play that yeah. round and you win that round and you have that momentum. And you also know that, hey, no one's expecting you to do much. You guys have already really beat the odds when you go on the road and win a series, even if it's a wild card series. So people aren't expecting much. But, you know, baseball is a game about timing. It's about rhythm. It's about if there's a reason why there's 162 games a year, Clint. It's not a once a week sport, right? Because you need that timing and rhythm. And I think when you have a hard stop, yes, you can have simulated games. Yes, you can be in the cage. And, you know, during that time, Mookie's bowling in on Kimmel. But, like, you, you when you, you really – it's tough to simulate real MLB action. So yeah. I think that's definitely a factor. But pressure, too. I mean, look, I said it. I tweeted I, – I, I, it, it kind of felt like a doomsday tweet, but it didn't – wasn't meant to be. But I said, hey, if the Dodgers lose tonight, they're not going to be only be considered the most disappointing Dodgers team of all time. The history books are going to look back at this team and say they're one of the most disappointing teams in baseball history to not even get to the CS. I mean, that that Mariners team in 2001, they still made it to the ALCS. The Dodgers are in danger tonight of not even doing that. So, yeah, I definitely think there is a lot of pressure. Getting to a couple of the comments here. Staven on uh, YouTube sent a 499 Super Chat, so we thank you there. It says, we've been down this road before. We were down 2-1 to one in a five-game series against a much better team, in my opinion, than 2021 Giants. Bleed blue, go win. Great comment. Appreciate the Super Chat, Staven. Um, I mean, even looking at 20, you know, down 3-1 against the Braves. Uh, that was Mookie's kind of mindset in his pregame conference today. We've been here before. We have the experience. I don't know if this team, though, has um, – we know it was a very tight team. I, I don't know if they have the same pieces in place, though, to uh, – you know, Mookie said they haven't had, like, the rah-rah speech. You know, They haven't had the text message like they had in 2020. And I, f- I don't know. I don't know if that does enough. Because I know people have given me shit in the past for bringing that up about having a Carlos Correa type in the in the clubhouse that's going to be like, come on, let's go, let's do that. Yeah, everybody knows what they need to do, 
But sometimes having that person there to hype you up helps. And uh, who's going to step up on this team? It's it's a team full of just kind of bland dudes. Yeah, I mean, you know, the old adage, <laughs> nice guys finish last, right? I mean, <laughs> but the reality is these are all all-stars. Not all of them. That You have a lot of all-stars. You have former MVPs, and you don't get to that level. You don't you get to the show unless you have that competitive fire, that dog in you. But Ooh. I do think when you look at the chemistry of this team compared to what we saw in 2020 with a lot of those guys that – we're around for that entire run, or for most of it. The Kikes, the Jocks, guys like that. That definitely felt like a team that was a little more – there was more of a bond with that yeah. team, a team that really would chum it up. Look, I've been in that Dodgers clubhouse. I've been in that Dodgers dugout, and there's a very, it's very businesslike. It is very businesslike. I go in, I punch my ticket, I do what I got to do. And, yes, they do what they do at a professional level, at an all-star level – but it doesn't feel like, yeah, I mean, we'll see, but it doesn't feel, I mean, there's a lot of interesting things too. I mean, you got guys like Trey Turner in a contract here, Cody Bellinger, not starting tonight against a right-handed pitcher after him being one of the best, most productive players for the Dodgers last year. You think of the fact that Trace Thompson is getting all these opportunities. So when a guy like Cody Bellinger doesn't get the opportunities and considering how popular he is in that dugout, you wonder if that creates creates a little a little bit of a tension feel there, you know? Yeah, no, I mean it's it's a good point. You know, this is the hard part about about uh, about managing. And you know what? They look back at this game, or if they lose this game, people are going to look back and they're going to dissect every little thing they can, up to and including, you know, you you rode with Cody Bellinger all season long despite his struggles. You came into October expecting like and turn him turning a new leaf it becoming you know the belly eve october again and then you you know he's played in one game essentially um i, I there's this is hope we don't get to those questions i saw a great comment earlier i don't remember i think it was Maddie man who said uh you know the main thing is they don't want to have to answer questions you know uh, for the next four months about every little thing and and you're sure shit that uh, you know you you know we're gonna have plenty of questions if it goes that that way because we have questions when they win so that's uh that's just how it be uh people are loving the uh, carlos correa talk and i'm sure i'm gonna make even more friends and fans in the off season uh if the off season shows up uh much sooner Let's get to the lineup real quick, and let's get some uh, you know called shots and all that kind of stuff, and then let's get the hell out of here because I got a lot of things I got to do. But um, Mookie, Trey Turner, Freddie Freeman, Will Smith, Max Muncy's playing third, Justin Turner at the DH, Trey Thompson starting in center again, Chris Taylor in left, and Gavin Lux at second base. Uh, I guess the big news, the Trey Turner uh, situation, he has a sprain, grade two sprain on that uh, right ring finger. stadium their silence is deafening 136 israelis are still being held hostage by hamas bring them home in a roaring stadium 
Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. I still would not be surprised if, like, they last-minute scratch him because of his ability to throw or his ability to swing. But that's something that I, I, I mean, it's his, it's his ring finger. It's his, you know, it's going to have his hand on the bat. It's also going to affect his throws. Is that a concern for you? And what are your general thoughts of this lineup? I mean, his his defense was already bad without being injured. I can't think it'll be any better after having that injury. It's probably going to be worse at this point. But, no, I, I think that Trey Turner, he's got a lot riding on this series. Every at-bat is going to be magnified for him when you look at his postseason history. So the Dodgers are going to need him because, look, the reality is he has hit two home runs this series. He has a guy that, yeah, he has his issues, especially with runners in scoring position in the last few games. But they're going to need the big three to come through so hopefully he's good enough to play hopefully he's not a late scratch but to me I think the big questions about this lineup are yeah I see a lot of people upset about Trace Thompson in this lineup that was kind of the theme on Twitter why is Trace Thompson still in there hey Trace Thompson shouldn't be the biggest concern last time I checked last night in the third inning he draws that walk to start a rally and then the sixth he got a base hit to start that rally or what would hopefully be a rally to give them an opportunity. So I don't think Trace Thompson is the issue, but I just think Cody Bellinger is a guy that it's almost like he's ran out of chances with this team. It's pretty obvious at this point that this is going to be his last ride with the Dodgers and they'll go to Altman and in the future, we'll see what they do. But I think Cody Bellinger, when you consider the fact that he did have a 907 OPS last year in the postseason, he did have a base hit in the first two games, you see how he can change the game with his defense. I'm really surprised against a righty. And, yes, his mm. his, his good, yeah. career against Muthrow, two for 16, isn't good. But that's just a big head scratcher, and it definitely goes against what we've seen as far as Dave's loyalty with his guys in the past few years. Let's not forget, Cody Bellinger was a big factor for L.A. in their 2020 World Series run. But other than that, I don't have any other issues. I think Joey Gallo could have been interesting. I think that's almost like a truly, okay, we're throwing pasta at the wall. We're basically doing anything we can to get a spark thing. But, yeah, Gallo is a guy, maybe he could hit one out against Musgrove. But I still feel okay about this lineup. And really, it doesn't matter about the about the bottom of the line was getting their job done yesterday with Austin Barnes. They were creating opportunities. It's just those guys at the top. I mean, we could sit here all night, but the reality is if Mookie Betts and Freddie and Will Smith don't get it going along with Trey, it's going to be a long night and it's going to be a long winter for the Dodgers. Yeah, great. I uh, got a great comment here from Michael, by the way, saying, suck it up, Trey. Look at Dougie Fresh. He's frozen, but he's still working. So great comment right there. Um <laughs> Yeah, I do all the shows like this now, by the way. <laughs> it's a great look, man. I thought about putting my head over it, but then, then it's just a whole bunch of effort. Um, oh, that would have been great. So on on Bellinger, you know, I, I got some flack from everybody throughout the season on my Bellinger takes that he's, he's been playing for a contract and, and that he's going to be non-tendered. And I would say at this point, that's just a, a foregone conclusion. Cody Bellinger will not be a Los Angeles Dodger in 2023. Um to me, though, it's just it's such a sad ending to what was you know a a pretty great Dodger career for this player. Uh, he meant a lot. You know, he did ultimately go and, and you know help this team to a World Series and win a World Series in, in 2020. Uh, it was a fun ride, but you know what? Uh, that's that's 
You can't just you can't go and give him another seventeen million dollars to flounder. Yeah, he plays good defense, whatever. Uh, that's money that can go towards my boy Aaron Judge. Just bring him over there. I know Aaron Judge is sucking in the postseason too, but um, keys to the lineup. I'm I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna go out on a limb here, and I'm gonna say uh, it's gonna be Mookie, Freddie, and Will Smith. <laughs> That's uh, that's several keys. I'm the uh, I'm the janitor to the uh, the local the local junior high over here. But let's get some uh, let's get some called shots. Let's get some scores, and then let's get out of here because I I think it's flooding. I don't know. I don't, I don't know where it started. Magically, just like pouring down rain outside the window. But, oh man, yeah, nutty nutty stuff. But guys, drop your uh, drop your uh, your your thoughts on uh, who are drop your final scores in. The, he gets a final court, yeah. some called shots. There it is. Those are the words. I, I, I got lost because I was reading a comment at the same time. But uh, what do you think? What, what who's your uh, who's your guy? Who's your pick to click? I mean, you haven't uh, you haven't been terrible at it so far in these these three prior games. But I know you're going to feel that you haven't been nailing it. <laughs> I mean, the bottom line is I haven't got one yet. That's the reality. You and have it's, got one. It's dark time. I, I give you yeah. half a point. I got half. I got like a point five pick to click, didn't I? Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with Freddie Freeman again. I'm gonna go with Freddie Freeman again because look, Freddie Freeman is a guy that you trust to get his bat on the ball in a big situation. And I'd like to say Justin Turner. I hope it's Justin Turner when you consider his success against Joe Musgrove. That'd be ideal. But I think Freddie Freeman is a guy that, yeah, he's Mr. Nice Guy, but he has that fire. I truly believe he's got that dog to his core. And I believe that he understands the pressure that this Dodgers team is going through. And he's played through pressure through in big series in the past. So I got Freddie Freeman. I got the Dodgers winning tonight. I think L.A. wins. I think they score some runs tonight. I think tonight the Dodgers win by a score of six to four. Let's say six to four tonight. All right. Got you. Also got some uh, some offense coming from San Diego. My my pick. I'm going uh, going deep dive here. I think we're going to see uh, Christopher Armand Taylor do something special tonight to help this team win a ball game. So go CT three. It is Oct Taylor. It is October with a C and a T and a three in there. <laughs> Uh, my final score, you know what? I saw it. I liked it. Maddie man, five Dodge says four, nothing. Oh, he says the wrong way. You know what? I'm going the right way because Rob Manfred wants there to be a game for five. Rob Manfred doesn't necessarily want it to be Padres Phillies in the LCS, but could happen either way. I'm going to say, uh, four, nothing win. I think we do get a Padre shutout tonight. That's what I'm hoping for. And this time I really mean it. Other times I'm I'm saying they're gonna win because you know people get mad at me when I don't. B nine two one zero. Oh wait wait B nine two zero nine twenty B nine twenty. That's what I'm going with on uh, YouTube. Says Mookie's gonna get two home runs. Um, uh, <laughs> Roach says Dodgers win tonight. A lot to not enough. Uh, Tribe is saying you can only win it in a phony two-month 60-game season. We're not going to touch that one right now. Maybe in the offseason. 6-2 Dodgers from Camille. You got anything that that's sparking you over there, D-Mac, before we get out of here? Uh, we got a win for Vins. I like that one. Definitely win for Vin. Don't stop believing is the mantra that I'm feeling right now. But the Nando 390 says tonight's game feels like tonight's game feels like when Bob found out about Richie Valens. <laughs> we got Padres six, Padres six, Dodgers zero. No, we're not taking any of that. We got uh, Justin Lamas. A lot of people, guys, you're turning on the Dodgers. Yeah. No, LA's going to win today. Like Clint said, 
the MLB needs it. Okay, no one wants to see a Padres, a PNP, <laughs> NLCS. So we're gonna get a game five. But uh, we got Judge just hit a two-run home run, tied two to two. But nine-four Dodgers win. I would Dodger. love a nice big Dodgers win. I just want to see some offense from this team. I definitely think they have it in them. I like Roaches four twenty to sixty-nine. So that's my big winner. That's my comment of the night. My score prediction. <laughs> a lot of uh, a lot. I mean, Dodgers are giving up a lot of runs in that situation. So I don't know how I feel about it, but. Um... Yeah, I mean, this is it. This is the season right here. It comes down to Tyler Anderson and Joe Musgrove, uh, two former Pirates. <laughs> Going to make a difference here. And it's exactly how we all drew it up, guys. Um, I see the big brain energy, too, from people in here. They're saying the Dodgers are going to lose. I get it. I'm not going to say anything, but but I get it. Uh, guys, appreciate the comments. Sorry we couldn't get into them here. Sorry Doug got frozen. But, uh, you know, here's one more time. You guys get to see angry Doug face because uh, he'll be joining you. For the post-game show right after the game, hopefully we are celebrating a dub. But if not, I think Doug's going for about seven hours tonight on the post-game show. Me, on the other hand, I'm going to be drunk in the backyard and be watching the game. And, uh, you know, hopefully uh, we have happy drinking and not sad drinking for me. Um, appreciate the comments again. Appreciate the, the, the questions. Appreciate you guys rocking with us, as always, here on the pregame show. Find us on the internet, DodgersNation.com. Subscribe to Blue Heaven. We're on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio. If you can't watch us live, hopefully there's a National League Championship Series the Dodgers are in. If you can't watch us live, you could listen to the pregame show during the game because it's up as a podcast, usually by game time. Um, subscribe to us on YouTube, YouTube.com slash DodgersNationTV. Hit the bell. Leave a like. Leave your comments. After the fact, you don't need to be here just for the live stream. Uh, that guy is DMAC underscore LA on Twitter and Instagram. That's a great follow right there. I am real FRG on Twitter and Instagram. Mediocre follow at best. Follow us at Dodgers Elite. Nation on, uh, on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, you know what? Let's go win one, boys. Take it easy, Doug. Enjoy the post game. All right, thanks, Clint, man. Have fun at the party, man. Hopefully it's a, a celebration party. Yeah, that's Hopefully that's... it's not a rain delay, by the way. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, have fun tonight, my man. I set up for Indo and Outdo. <laughs> Later, there. guys. <laughs>